Hey, business building warrior. This is Jim. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Today's guest is someone who has about a half million dollar a year business on Amazon selling a good handful of private label products that he's found organically kind of growing out of the process that we teach around here, which is start simple, start small, test small, and grow your way into a beautiful business. Nice thing about his business today, as he shares towards the end of the episode, is that he's getting about 50% margin on his business. That means about half the money that he's selling, he's putting in the bank, which is pretty incredible because the markups on private label products can be significantly more than some of the lower hanging fruit, simple models that we teach to get people started around here. Now we strongly encourage you to take the process that we lay out as a new seller and not jump straight into private label simply because there's so many potential pitfalls and risks and things you need to learn before you go there. So unlike pretty much every other community out there that teaches Amazon, we say, let's put money in the bank before you start learning some of the more complex processes, like the ones involved in private label and growing a brand. But today's guest has gone through those steps. He shares very transparently, and I enjoyed this. We talked, he's been a coaching student for several years now, five years or so. And we've helped him at several different points in his journey, but it wasn't easy. His coaching experience with us initially wasn't all rainbows and sunshine. There were some struggles in there. There was some desperation in there. There was some disappointment. He changed coaches. He bounced around a little bit, but to hear him talk about the program now, because he stuck with it, he stuck with what we were teaching. He kept trying and he's built an incredible business now, and he has no regrets. He learned a lot of valuable lessons, and he's very confident in all the different models that we teach. And get this, he's actually going to be coming on board as one of our coaches as well, because he's looking to go full-time very soon. That's right. He's got a full-time job he's had for several years working for a company that he works for, and he shares about that. But he's going to be quitting very soon, freeing up a little bit of his time to grow his Amazon business and to become the next great coach on our team. So we're super excited about that as well. So let's jump in today and hear another tremendous story from another great leader, up and coming influencer in our community who's done some great things. He's learned a lot of rough lessons. He's been doing it a long time too. I mean, well before he found us, one thing, other thing I can say is he was doing eBay way before that. So he's been doing this eBay online sales thing for quite some time. He's learned a lot of hard lessons. He's built a beautiful business. Honored to add him to the team. You're going to enjoy hanging out a little bit today with Mr. Matt Hilbrick. Let's get him on the line. So Matt, welcome to the program. Let's get into your story, man. Thanks, Jim. Really, really happy to be here. Yeah. So myself, uh, my name's Matt Hilbrick. I've married for 19 years. I got three daughters, 16, 15, and 12. Uh, I spent 17 years in corporate America at at Sprint and now uh, working at a smaller managed IT and cybersecurity company. Born and raised in Denver, moved to Spokane about five years ago with all my family with no place to live and no job, which is a great story. And in the middle middle of all that, before I moved up here, I started selling online on eBay and Amazon about about six years ago. Really, uh, how- You're still working full time. Just to be clear. I am still working right. yeah. full-time. Yeah, absolutely. Gotcha. I'm kind of on the verge of, is it time to call it quits and go all in on Amazon? 
because you know get, getting stressed a little be, thin. Is your boss going to be watching this? Is that going to be a problem? Do we need? To- <laughs> I hope not. I doubt it. <laughs> this is great. Yes, absolutely. Right. So, so what's your timeline on that? Like, if you're kind of looking to, to- I'm giving myself really to the end of the year. You know, I'm getting pretty stretched thin. Um, and I can feel it in my, you know, stress level and trying to be a good husband and good dad and still go to church and, you know, do all the right things, exercise, do all the right things. So I'm stretched a little mm-hmm. thin, uh, yeah. feeling it and definitely need to make a decision by the end of the year. Yeah. Well, it's, uh, maybe we can think through and process that a little bit as we go through this episode. I think people will enjoy that, you know, kind of where you're at and what that leaping off point is for you and, yeah. uh, you know, sharing as many of the numbers as you can. I think that'll be fun to do, but yeah. okay. And another thing I want to share right off the bat is you're looking to become one of our coaches too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, so. I'm pretty excited about that. It's, uh, it's quite the honor, honestly, you know, I've been listening to you guys for five or six years was a coaching student five or six years ago. And to be, you know, you, you listen to these podcasts a lot thinking, Oh, I wonder what I would say if I was on the podcast. Yeah. Right. But yeah, it's a, it's a, this it's a is great it, honor man. for the podcast and to actually to be able to start coaching and, and helping people is, uh, is something I'm very passionate about. Well, I think by the time people are done listening to this, you might have your decision made. The number of people that are excited to connect with you and it's going to be very validating of, yeah, this community is pretty legit. So yes, typically great the experience, yeah, I, I have to agree, man. It's I'm, an, I'm honored to be part of it. But people who appear on this podcast, typically their inbox can tend to kind of blow up. And I tell people, hey, send them back our way. We'll take care of them. Absolutely. <laughs> but, uh, you're going to see just how interested people are in working with the great leaders and the successful students in our community. But all right, so let's keep your story going, man. Work with Sprint yeah. a long time. And uh, you're kind yeah, of on so- the fence now. Where's this going to go? Yeah, so uh, really, I went to the success conference in Denver and uh, uh, really interested about eBay. And I just I just always remembered how it was like a two or three day conference. And I just remember how we did a live auction. The guy was like, just bring something from your house and we're going to sell it online and we're going to watch it. So they showed us how to list it. We watched it as an auction the next day. You, know, you got to see the countdown and the number of people increasing their bid, increasing their bid, increasing their bid. And all of a sudden, this piece of junk phone that we brought in sold in front of us. And it was just awesome. And he says, well, now just go home and find stuff in your house. You can just put on eBay to start selling. It's really easy. And sure enough, once you get the hang of it and how to create a basic listing, super, super easy. And I, So I what year got... would this been? This is ancient history probably, right? Yeah, it was probably 2015, 2014, yeah. something like that. Yeah. yeah. That's about 40 years in, in internet years. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So then he but talked about this, this awesome thing called Amazon. We didn't have to ship anything. You pretty much pay them to, you, you just find the right product and you pay them and you, they ship all your stuff to your customers. And I loved it because I didn't have to convince anybody really to buy my product. You know, I've, got, I've done a lot of different things in my life, like multiple marketing and things where um, you're trying to convince people to buy it. And I didn't have to do that, right? find the right product, you look at the data. Once you know how to read all the data, like the coaching provides uh, the training for, it's really a pretty easy decision sometimes on whether you can sell something. So got into Amazon and really that's when I started looking, okay, I got to get some good coaching around this. Found your your program and bought the coaching package. So uh, started working in, in wholesale I thought that was going to be the route I wanted to go. Then I shifted over to, into RA because I'm more of the one who I wanted quick results. And that's really not how this works. You can get some quick results, especially with the, the program you have going now and going from replans maybe to private label or something like that. 
but I wanted some quick wins because I need that. I need that feeling of success. Like all this work I'm putting in is paying off. So I remember I walked into Walmart, scanning items, using the the Amazon seller app, using your My Silent Team sales rank spreadsheet. I don't even know if that's still out there. I hope it does. It really. We don't me. use it. We don't use it anymore. We use Keepa now. This is before Keepa was really a thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, because we're still talking what 2015, 2016, right? Yeah. Now, right? Early. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, there was a spreadsheet out there that said. This category had this many items. What's in the top 1%? What's in the top 5%? So I actually had that with me so I can go, okay, I see whatever I'm scanning is in the top 1%. Keepa says, here's the rank. And then also uh, using the Amazon seller app, I know if I buy it for this, I can make this much money. I'm standing there in the aisle and I'm looking at these six Norelco shavers. And they were like $20 a piece or something like that, right? I'm like, man, there's six of them there. There's another guy actually scanning there, Jim, at the time. I could see his Amazon seller app. I couldn't get myself to spend $160, even though I knew in my mind, I most likely would make $160. And I'm there with my kids. I said, I got back to my car. I said, no, I got to take a step. I got to take the leap. I got to spend this money. So I went right back in. I got my cart. I dumped all those shavers into my cart right in front of that other seller. I listed them. All three, all six of those sold within like a day. At that point, I've been hooked ever since. I started going to Walmart's all over the place and <laughs> filling my basket up um, yeah. as much as I could. And then following uh, the coaching and the training I received um, of talking to the managers, you know, once I get really comfortable, I'd say, hey, I remember I found maybe like a hundred of these water filters and they wanted like five bucks each. I said, I really, I can only make a buck or two a piece on those. But I remember Jim saying one time, ask the manager. Ask the manager if I'll mark them down. So I really got out of my comfort zone. I wasn't used to that. I asked the manager and you know what they did? They got out their handheld computer. They marked them down from five to two. She said, okay, anything else? I said, well, can you mark them down to a dollar a piece? She said, well, I would if you would ask the first time, but I already marked them down to $2, right? But <laughs> just saying all that, using the training from the coaching, getting out of yeah. my comfort zone to retail arbitrage was huge. It was, it was really huge. I'm really enjoying your story. This is great. I, these are details I didn't know. You've been around a while. We've connected before. Yeah. But these are all new details. I'm enjoying this. Hope the listeners are enjoying it as much as I am. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, it's it's a great story. So retail arbitrage, I started getting good there. Uh, started doing a little online arbitrage. Uh, my attention span's not that great. So so what I did, I bought those lists. I started buying, you know, doing all the research from from Keepa, from Amazon Seller Central, the app, to know, am I, what am I comfortable buying that I can make money on? Eventually, I found this one product where I went and bought it, sold really, really quickly this product. And I thought, this is not even anything I would, I would normally buy, right? But um, I bought the product. It sold super fast, made five bucks a pop, loved it. I ordered 100 more. Again, really outside of my comfort zone, but they're selling so quick. I said, I just got to do it. And then they sold really fast. I'm like, man, this is awesome. So again, taking um, information and training from podcasts and coaching and everything, I called and said, hey, can we, we've been, we've been doing a lot of orders. Is there any way we can set up an exclusive relationship? And I've asked this, you know, probably a dozen, 20 times at this point, you know, going through the wholesale um, training. They all said no, but the, what this guy said, he goes, okay. I said, well, can I send you a contract? He goes, yeah, sure. So I pulled up the proven product partnering contract, made a couple of tweaks, sent it over to him. 
he signed that day and sent it back. He was so excited about it. So from that point on, I was buying, I was really getting out of my comfort zone again, but buying 500 units at a time, right? Spending this money, I was kind of freaking out about, wasn't believing that I could actually do this, right? So then what I did is again, follow the training. I optimized his listings, the title, the keywords, the pictures, started running ads on it. About that point, Jim, I got Amazon's choice bag for his badge for his product. And that he only had about 30 ratings on that product about this time. And today, still selling it, still have that relationship. Those product reviews are over 900 today, somewhere in the four to four, you know, four and a half, five star rating. So um, again, using all that coaching. And that's years ago, right? Years ago. I mean, you're talking four or five years ago now. Four or five years you've been doing this and you just reached out to one of your hottest selling items that you discovered organically through the process, yep. simple processes we teach. And you said, Hey, I, I want to be the exclusive seller. Let's, let's work together here. You improve the listing a little bit. Yep. And what percentage of your business does that product represent at this point? <laughs> Maybe five or 10%. It's a, it's kind of more of a seasonal product. Uh, but the cool thing is we have this relationship, right? So what he said, uh, my manufacturer, he goes, well, why don't you try this? Why don't you try this other product? And I originally, again, products I might not normally buy myself. I thought, no, but I started running the numbers. I went, went and looked at Kipo, went and looked at the number of sellers, went and looked at the percentage um, of how fast it's selling. And I said, well, wait, all the data says it's good. So I took that product, started selling that. Again, that started selling better than the first product. Again, enhanced the listings, the keywords, pictures, all that stuff, right? I'm still selling that one today, um, but again, move it to the next level of part of the coaching and the trainings that I always heard is, well, maybe you can take that product and create your own product and private label it. So I asked him, you know what he said? Okay, that product right now, I've been selling for probably three or four years, easily uh, my, my number one product. So you know what he said? Hey, I've got another idea. You want to try to sell this one? This one had not a lot of data. There was a few competitors out there doing it, but everything so far we tried was working. So I said, okay. So we built this brand new product for our competitors. He wasn't even doing it yet. And as of, started selling that, selling pretty well. And as of two or three weeks ago, it became my number one. Number one seller, got the Amazon's badge for that particular product. And um, we just keep launching more and more products. Some, some fail. I've had two or three fail this year, but you know what? That's okay. We learn a lot from the ones yeah. that fail, right? And you learned how to minimize the, uh, the risk on the intestinal oh, yeah. and minimize the risk. And you can know pretty quick, you don't have to roll the dice with $20,000. Like most people do private label. Yeah. Test really, really small. Oh, I want to go I back test. to something you said. Yeah, and I want to talk about too, how you test, so how you know, but I want to jump back because there, we left some people scratching their head. You said proven product partnering. That's one of the modules about three minutes ago, you mentioned it because that's how you yep. found the contract. Proven product partnering, for those who don't know, is one of the modules inside the Proven Amazon course that teaches you the strategy of finding brand owners that need help on Amazon. And you may sell through their account or you may sell through your own account. Either way, you've got this steady stream of inventory that you're locked into that you don't even necessarily have to pay for up front. You can just make an arrangement where you split the profits on the back end. So it's yep. a brilliant module. And probably the the king of that module, the person who does it best on our team is Nathan Bailey. He's actually our coaching director as well. So it's great to have someone else kind of touting that strategy as, as a, a big success because it is a very powerful way to go about finding 
incredible opportunity with minimal, literally zero risk because the right. pitch is so simple. It's like, hey, you've right. got products. I've got Amazon knowledge. So let's partner up and try to do something here. And no one takes any big risks. It's a beautiful thing. So yeah, I love that. And the other thing you just said is you test small. Take me through that. How do you test these new products? You know, there's a lot of ways. I really love Helium 10. You can look at reviews and see what people like about their the competitors' products, what they don't like, and you can go fix that really quick. So I like to start slow. I love data. The data's got to like keep it, right? Keep it as great data. Um, Helium 10 provides great data. The more data I have, the more comfortable I am in making those decisions. But still, I'm going to start small um, and partner with these different manufacturers. Of course, they have certain needs they uh, needs they have too, right? But I always smart, start with small quantities and, and build up from there. So how many different private label products have you launched successfully running successfully right now, would you say, and total? Right now, I'm probably around 12 to 15 products. Again, some are three a day, some are, some are eight a day, some have been getting up to 30 or 40 a day, right? Sales a day. Um, and then I have the ones that we, that we launched, two or three, well, somewhere between three and five that just failed. We tried. The data looked okay. The competition looked okay. They just it just didn't work out, right? Gotcha. Nice. That yeah, that paints a very clear, I think, very clear picture for people. And what kind of numbers are we talking about? If you don't mind sharing, what numbers are you comfortable sharing with us? So I had a goal this year of selling four hundred thousand in U.S. and a hundred thousand in Canada, and definitely well on my way to meeting that and probably exceeding that this year. And at private label, you're dealing with higher margins typically than what we see in absolutely the model, models you know once once i saw the margins of private label compared to especially wholesale or 20 percent, right and i'm i'm spending five bucks making 20 30 sometimes per product after all the fees right mm -hmm. for a private label um i just figure if i'm going to spend my time on something i want to i want to make as much money as possible and uh Private label has been that for me for sure. This is awesome. I, I have a feeling, Matt, that as this episode rolls out, you're going to see enough people saying, hey, I want Matt to coach me. <laughs> hey, let's do it. I, I, love, do I love to help people. We're going to get you very busy and you're going to be uh, getting that last check from Sprint in the near future, man. <laughs> <laughs> and we're going to more than replace that by teaching people how to do what it is that you're doing. This is fantastic. Well, I, I know from past conversations with you that you take your business, you see it almost as a spiritual adventure. Yeah. Right. So talk us through that a little bit. We've had some oh good conversations and, and I want to speak with some transparency too, about your journey in our coaching program, because you've, mm -hmm. you've spoken very positively about it so far, but it wasn't all rainbows and cherries. You know, it, it was a bit of a rough road there for a while too. So I want to yeah. be very transparent with people. You've been with us a long time and, and it wasn't necessarily a home run right out of the gate. So those two topics are of interest, at least to me. And I think many other people will enjoy that as well. Yeah. I think like I was talking about earlier, I, I needed results right away, right? I need to feel like I'm making this investment and I'm spending this time. And for me, when I started the coaching program, I was laid off. I was laid off from Sprint. So that was my income coming in. I had a little severance package, but this was the way I was using to make money and I needed results. and. Initially, it wasn't like that, right? I was literally spending 40 hours a week 
looking up wholesalers, trying to find different products, contacting, calling, emailing. I was even keeping a tracking spreadsheet so I knew I was doing work throughout the day so I can track and say, hey, I contacted 50 people today or whatever the number was. And it just wasn't happening. So I, I was a little frustrated. So that's when I started to move to, uh, to retail arbitrage, to online arbitrage and to private label to learn it all. And um, I think what I learned from that is, especially being a, a runner, when you, when you run and you sign up for a race, one of the things that you always learn is don't run someone else's race, right? You're not going to go out to the race line and you're going to try to keep up with a seven-minute miler when you've been training at a 10-minute mile pace. But that's what happens, right? You've got to run your race. What fits for you? And I, I had to try all those different things, Jim, to see what fit for me. And eventually it led to private label that fit. And I followed that nice progression of funnel from RA to OA um, into private label, right? So yeah. um, that runner analogy really resonates with me. I, I've only done one marathon. Have you done any full marathons? Two. Two, yeah. It's brutal, man. I mean, I have a lot of respect ago. now for people who do those. As yeah. People who do several a year, like, how do you do that, man? I run a lot, but you know, I prefer the 5Ks now. But that 26.2 mile thing is no joke. But I, I trained and I thought I, I lined up with the 8.15 minutes per mile pace Woo! group. That was my goal. It's a good pace. And I ended, oh, it would have been if I'd have stuck with them. <laughs> I ended with the nine minute and 15 second group and they, they kind of passed me there towards the end, you know? So, I mean, over time it was kind of discouraging, like, oh, there goes that group, there goes that pace group. Like you don't want to do races that way. You want to be picking up speed. You don't want to be slowing right. down as you go. Right. That means you, exactly. you understand your own game. So I love that analogy of knowing where you're at. Like if you're coming in kind of desperate, Somebody, there's no, it, desperation is not a good time to start a business, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so you learn some hard lessons, but I love we, right. you stuck with us. We stuck with you. Yeah. Right? So take us through the story. Well, I think that's important to, to say, right. Is like some people, it gets frustrating, honestly, because some people you see, or you perceive, especially over social media, which I'm not a huge fan, but you perceive these people get instant results and they're making a hundred thousand a year or their first month they did 10,000 or something. And it just gets frustrating, but that's where coaching comes in. This is a long term play. This is like, we were saying training for a marathon. This isn't training for the 40 yard dash, right? You're training for a marathon, which takes three, four, five months to train for a marathon. And it's going to take four, five, six months before you really start to get some good traction and some good knowledge. And that's where the coaching program and a great community like yours comes in because you can get that in a variety of ways, podcasts, videos, online trainings. I mean, there's so many resources out there. And if you spend the time, small amount of time, day after day, week after week, then you're going to get to the point that you want to get to. And even, and even more. Right. I, I completely agree. Yeah. Slow and steady. We do have those people and they blow me away that, you know, the Oscar Matumbos, you know, 30,000 a month by month three, and they're just killing it. But then he, he actually, one of the guys that presented, I don't know if you heard his episodes, Matt, you should check him out if you haven't heard his, but he presented at our most recent conference too. And he said, here's the secret to succeeding at the level I am work harder than me. And I guarantee there's no one in this room that's working harder than me. I'm working harder than you. And he started pointing at people. I'm working harder than you. I've never met you. And I'm working harder than you. And I, I know I am because he just, he's going through that period of intense focused effort where he just eats, breathes, sleeps. It's like, Hey family, we're going to go through a season where I'm going to be just hitting it hard. It won't always be this way, but 
he was able to quit his job, paid off his house. He's got an incredible business now. He's one of the nice. great leaders in our community. And I get texts from him from time to time and he's always out just hitting it, hitting it, hitting it full time. But you can, so you can do it quickly, but it's not going to just fall in your lap. There's right. no opportunities out there that do. And, and I think that's one of the more valuable things we can tell people is, Hey, any opportunity out there, it's going to be work, blood, sweat, tears, risk. That is business. And anyone who's telling you otherwise, they're selling bright, shiny objects that, mm-hmm. that aren't representing reality. So I love the reality of your situation where there was some frustration in there. There was some desperation in there. There was some failure in there. There was confusion. You switched coaches at one point, but you stuck with us and we stuck with you. And we've got many stories like this out there, but I love that nature of your story, particular today, because it's been a while since we told one of these stories. Hey, sorry for the interruption. We'll get back to the show in just a second, but I wanted to throw in a quick reminder about our fantastic sponsor, Payoneer. That's P-A-Y-O-N-E-E-R. Payoneer.com slash funding, up to $750,000 without a credit check. If you're an Amazon or Walmart seller, great terms. Go check out what they have to offer our community. If you're trying to grow your business and the thing holding you back is capital, they're a great place to look to solve that problem fast. Very flexible repayment terms as well, which is super cool. Payoneer.com. Check them out, guys. Back to the show. You stuck with us and we stuck with you. And we've got many stories like this out there, but I love that nature of your story, particular today, because it's been a while since we told one of these stories. So what else stands out to you from, from your coaching experience? Uh, and I do want to talk about the spiritual elements too, as well. I don't want to forget that. Yeah. So coaching, um, really the responsiveness is huge. You know, I needed something. I said, I was a little frustrated, man. I had three or four or five people reaching out to me. Well, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. I'm here to help. And sure enough, I connected with uh, Nathan Bailey at that time, gave me a couple small tips, a couple tools to use, a couple different contacts, a little strategy change. And that's the one that really started to accelerate the growth. So that was huge. And, and from the spiritual side, you know, got laid off and I knew at, at Sprint, I got laid off and I knew this was coming. So I had a, I had this plan, right, Jim? I said, I'm going to get laid off. I've been here a long time. I'm going to get a severance package. I'm going to get some jobs lined up and get some third interviews. I was getting first, second, third interviews. I thought I was going to have this job lined up. So when I got laid off, I'm going to have income coming in from Sprint and income coming in from the new job. And I'm going to change my family's like financial destiny, right? Oh, well, I always say God laughs at the plans of man because I would be getting flown out for these interviews, talking to VPs. All they need to do is say, come on board. Everything is looking right. And they just kept falling through, falling through, falling through to eventually, we really believe God called us to move up to Spokane from Denver, which we did, moved up with three kids, two dogs, wife, no job, no place to live, uh, really going on faith there. You know, we had quite a few mentors in our life that spoke into our lives and said, yes, this is the right thing to do. Some of who didn't know we were even considering it, right? So we did that, got two job offers in, in two weeks up here, been here ever since. It was a super challenging time for those first couple of years. I was able to not only work that job, but keep the Amazon business going and the eBay business going to where I actually got laid off again last early last year, right at the beginning of uh, COVID. But man, at that point, I was able to put more time into the Amazon business, apply more techniques and my, my sales, like a lot of people out there right during this time, just shot through the roof. And it's been great. God is good. And it just takes 
You got to put in the time and the effort, have that faith that it's going to work out. And you put in the time and it will. So yeah, the past couple of years have been just a tremendously big blessing financially. And there's some there's some great opportunities as your business gets as your business grows. There's some ways that I didn't know about before on how to how to set your business up to get a lot of benefits tax-wise, right? To set it up as an LLC or maybe an S-corp or things I didn't know about before. But man, your business gets going and you talk to the right people and you learn. There's some really good benefits just from even having a small business, right? Yeah, absolutely. Well, we and we just partnered up with this is something that's available only to our coaching students, but it's a company we've been looking for the right company partner for a while now to to help people set up their entities properly, take full advantage of all the tax deductions that they can have. I, nice itemized, you know, the right accountant pays for themselves. The right Easily. accountant puts money in your pocket. Whoa, man. We finally found the right guy for the e-commerce and it's the right company to partner with. And so we've got some good people in our community that it can help with those kinds of things. It's, I mean, we're starting out with just our coaching students for now, but yeah, you hit the nail on the head with you finally get the time to, to step back and do some of those things right. There's a lot of money you're leaving on the table if you're just kind of winging it with your taxes and the accountant who's never done e-commerce before, you're leaving a lot of money hanging out there. A lot. Uh, thousands and thousands. <laughs> yes. A good accountant, like I said, pays for themselves very quickly. The right one does. It's a no-brainer decision. But I want to hear a, a recap. You kind of hit some big picture numbers, but it sounds to me like you're looking at about a half million in sales for the year, right? Mm-hmm. What's your overall margin going to be? Like, do you, have you got that dialed in? Is that something? You know, we talked about that before I was running my numbers, I think looked about 50%. Yeah. That's, that's pretty incredible. So if, you know, if, even if you're running at 40%, that's awesome. 50% phenomenal net margin that, you know, you're putting half that money in the bank. That's pretty incredible. That's, I mean, that's one of the problems we kind of talked about before. Right. I was like, Mm -hmm. I, this sounds terrible. And I don't mean this to be arrogant. This I'm, but anyway, but the money was coming in. I didn't know what to do with it. I was freaking oh, yeah. out because mm-hmm. I know I need to pay taxes on this, and this money's coming in, and I need to I need to make sure to tithe. I need to save. I need to invest. I need to do all the right things with this money. But I hadn't had this kind of money before. Yeah. Right? Do, do you um, keep so it, it was separate a good from personal? To have. Do you have a business account and a personal account? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. You have good because that's like step one. So the I've actually heard, uh, and I agree entirely with Dave Ramsey, and I believe this is the biblical model that businesses don't tithe. And people who don't know what tithing is, as Christians, we believe, and I, I believe no matter what your worldview is, you benefit greatly from giving away 10%. It's almost like the law of gravity God put in place. You can take advantage of it or you can buck against it. Doesn't matter either way. It's there right. and it applies to you. I believe that Biblically, tithing, concept of tithing is the exact same way, regardless of worldview. As Christians, we give 10% back to the church of what we take. Dave Ramsey very eloquently goes through this discussion that I'll break down into 10 seconds here and says, people tithe, businesses don't. And what that means is, as long as your money's in your business, churning, growing, paying payroll, buying inventory, it's spinning over here, creating more money, you don't tithe on that. Businesses don't tithe. There's no scriptural mandate or biblical mandate. But as soon as you pull it into your personal account, first thing you do, 10% of that goes yep. to the church and the tithe, right? So just help, maybe that helped someone think that through. Because I remember that being a challenge for me. I've got three or four different business entities here and I never take money from this one. And this is the one that I take money out of personally. And, you know, what do I, what should I be tithing on? You know, what, what do I, 
And it's always good to be generous. Business can definitely be generous and make donations and that, that's beautiful, but it's not considered a tithe unless it's a person, a family uh, that's doing it. So I, I love that. So you've, I think it sounds to me like you're saying, hey, God blesses you when you start to do things the right way. And the more the right way you do them, the pie just keeps well, getting I bigger. I always think about it too, as I remember God telling me this one time, it's like, if you can't be responsible with a little, how can you be responsible with a lot? Right. You got to be able to scripture. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally, totally scriptural. So he who is um, faithful in little will be faithful in much. He who is not it, faithful in little will not be faithful in much. Little absolutely. tests matter. Yeah. And it, and it's different because before when you're, when you're tithing a hundred bucks, you know, that's a hundred dollars, but it's not a lot of money, but then you're writing tithe checks every week for 800, a thousand dollars. Like, man, this is a lot of money, but I, I love doing it. Right. I can oh. give to the church because I know they're helping the community. Yeah. Right. I know they're providing a lot of good value, way more than I could do it myself. And it's scriptural. I'm just being obedient to God. Yeah. Um, have have you read the part. books that I recommend? Maybe I remember we talked before about this. It's been a few weeks ago, but uh, Robert Morris, have I told you about him? Do you know who I that is? I think so. Robert Morris, a book you must read. He's actually the pastor at Ryan and Melaine Riegers. They, they run our legends group for our community, uh, good friends of mine. But that's their pastor, but he wrote a book. It was a bestseller for Christians about this concept of giving, and it was titled The Blessed Life. And basically, he gave away every penny he had several times in his life. Mm-hmm. Sold his house, sold his cars, emptied his bank accounts, <laughs> just gave it and said, okay, because God told him to. All right, it's all gone. I think I outgave you this time, God. You always say you can't <laughs> outgive God. Like, I think I just did it. And it's like, boom, huge opportunity hits him in the face, and off he goes again. In, including writing this best-selling book that he's donated all the proceeds from. And it reminds me a lot of the Rick Warren story, one of the best-selling books in all history, The Purpose-Driven Life. Life. Yep. He's never kept a penny of that. It's sold hundreds of millions of copies, been translated into hundreds of languages globally. God said, I'm going to give you a bestseller, but you're not going to keep a penny deal. And he's like, sounds good. Let's do it. Wow. <laughs> and so that those funds have been used for so many ministries around the world. And right. yeah, it's a big deal. And you know, this is a podcast. It's not designed for believers. It's not designed for Christians. It's designed for everyone. But when I have a fellow believer on here, we're not apologetic saying, hey, these godly biblical principles of money and business, they, they just flat out work. If you're ignoring them, it's to your own detriment. Yep. It's like ignoring the law of gravity if you're trying to be a pilot it's like you know the plane will still fly but it wouldn't it be nice to know what rules and laws it is you're kind of working with here you know so hopefully others are enjoying that as much as i am but let's talk about this get back to swing back to amazon and e-commerce and and all that uh i want to hear some of your advice some of your tips i mean you've yeah. you've talked about coaching quite a bit today i think you're an advocate for that from what i'm hearing you know what other advice might you have for people who are kind of on the fence of they want to try this or they're trying to grow or they're frustrated. Just, you know, what comes to mind, what's on your heart to share with the people mm-hmm. who are listening today? Yeah. Um, I actually prepared some of this stuff. So I think some of the biggest lessons I learned is when an opportunity comes up at Amazon, just sign up, whether you're going to use it or a lot or not. I know merch was a big deal a few years, three, four years ago. Well, maybe even longer now, but I didn't sign up. And then when I had some good ideas, I wanted to try it. They wouldn't let me in. Right. I still can't get into merch. Anytime you see Amazon, especially in the community, Amazon's approving categories. Just go in and apply because sometimes they're just going to approve you right away, but they're not going to do that all the time, right? And then things open up like Walmart. I just started on Walmart and it's a big learning curve and it took literally over a year to get approved for Walmart, Jim. And I finally got in there. Um, So make sure if you have an opportunity, just sign up and do it. Like I talked about before, number two, try every technique. 
do replans, then go into retail arbitrage, then to online arbitrage, wholesale, you know, and then eventually you'll have enough information and knowledge where you can move into that private label space and really start creating your own products. Uh, run your race, whatever that may be. You may love replans. It wasn't my, it wasn't for me, right? It wasn't for me, but I still go out there and do it when I'm in a rut just so I can start learning, keep keep the wheel spinning, shake the rust off, right? One thing, oh, I was thinking about this. If you get in a rut, you're not selling a lot, just go to Walmart or Costco, find something you can sell, even if it's no profit, because you know what? I did that a couple of times and it just got me out of the rut. It's like, okay, I didn't want to do this anymore, but then, okay, this is still for real. This is a real thing. I can still make money. I didn't make money there, but I'm still making it. The process still works, right? Yes. Yes. Lastly, especially if you're getting a private label, make sure your product does not have a patent on it somewhere. I found my golden goose gym where I thought I was going to be making 10 grand a month. I mean, this product was great. I did all my testing. I ran all the numbers, took months to figure this thing out, sold a small amount, ordered a big amount, started selling, spent thousands and thousands and thousands on a big order. I said, man, this is going to be it. What happened? Oh, I got contacted for patent infringement, which I didn't even know about. Right. So lost thousands of dollars in inventory, just had to dispose of it. Couldn't do anything with it. That hurt. It took a lot of momentum out of my sales, but that was a good lesson learned. So when I'm checking for new products now, you better believe I'm checking to make sure it has a patent these days. Cause if I found that product once I can find it again. That's fantastic advice. And I love, I heard the words of Jim Rohn echoing in my ear, that last point you made, focus on the loss or focus on the lesson. That's the choice you get. And if you're going to succeed, you spend a lot, a lot of time. Jim Rohn, yes. You focus on the lesson, have you? Yeah, that's that's some good stuff. If you ever need some good motivation, I know uh, my son Trey loves him as well. Just uh, He's very missed. I would have loved to have met that guy. For Just real, right? Wow. And again, very Bible-based advice. Just pulling those lessons. The Bible has two times as much to say about money and business as it does love and prayer combined. I don't know if you've ever heard that statistic or not, mm-hmm. but you add up all the times love and prayer mentioned in the Bible, which everyone thinks it's a book about love and prayer. And it is, but it mentions money and business twice as much as it yep. does. Yep. Yeah. Jim a Rohn, lot of good stuff in there. Zig Ziglar. If you haven't listened yep. to those guys, man, go to your library. You can get it for free. Yeah. Get on YouTube. Just, yep. The way they present, the way they pace themselves. And, and one of the challenges I think we all have as business leaders, regardless, you may think, well, I'm just looking to earn a few extra hundred bucks to, to help meet and you know, make ends meet for my family and pretty satisfied where I am. What you're going to discover very quickly is starting a business is a leadership journey. And if you're not constantly improving your leadership skills, which means improving your ability to communicate, to talk to others, to explain what it is you do, to be proud when you're in a store and people go, why are you buying 30 of those? It's like, hey, I'm helping people all over the world get this this item. They're available here. They're not available everywhere else. I've built a business out of helping those people. You're interested in learning more about that? You know, recruit them as a shopper, get them on your team, (laughs) get them to pay you to learn how to do the business. This entrepreneurial spirit is something that needs to spread. We don't, we don't hide it. You know, and again, as Christians, we don't hide who it is and what we are. We're we're told to be a light on a hill. It's like, exactly. hey, be proud of it. Be bold about it. Same thing with business. It's a leadership journey. It's, it's So you're going to see yourself stepping into those roles, using your voice. So I like listening to Zig Ziglar, Jim Rohn, those guys, because it teaches you how to be confident in your message, how to base it on something bigger than your own opinions and, and uh, build something significant while serving others. 
So I love it. Good stuff, man. What else is on your heart? What else you got on your mind for the, for the listeners today? If there's anything else on your list there. I think, I think that was it. I think, well, I'll just end it this way. The journey never stops, right? I, I'm in another network now. Well, yours as well still too, but it's really getting me out of my comfort zone. I mean, they're talking about launches with giveaways of so many per day and spending all this money on Facebook and mini chat and product giveaways. And that's really outside of my comfort zone. I haven't done that before. I'm in multiple different places. I learn from multiple different places, right? Right. And um, I'm in this network now where they have a product launch process, which is out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. That's using a Facebook page and mini chat and doing some automated giveaways and rebates right. and man, that's a lot of money and it's really out of my comfort zone, but I'm really, I'm digging into it for my next couple launches because you got to keep learning. You got to keep growing. Yes. It may work. It may fail. If sure. I break even, I'm probably happy. Of course I want to make money. Right. But yeah, yeah. you got to keep growing, got to keep learning, which is where coaching is just huge being a part of uh, environments like yours and your community there's always those resources there. You always have the ability to keep learning and you know, growing your knowledge base and expanding your business. Yeah, you hit on it. You hit on a key point. I want to give you a specific tip on something you just said too that I just learned a couple of days ago that's going to be helpful to you. But two big rules that you you've got to embrace. One is you can't be afraid to fail. You got to fail small, take small risks. But if you're afraid of failures and small risks, this isn't going to work go well for you. You need right. to be willing to do that. And the other is you've got to be willing to constantly learn. You know, the longer I'm in this, the bolder I get about saying, I don't feel like I know anything compared to what there is to know out there. You know, you'd think a guy who's been doing it 20 years is like, hey, I'm kind of closing on in on all there is to know about this thing. No, it just, it keeps expanding. Every time I open another door, there's eight doors to choose from and they're all good. So I go through one of them and there's 15 doors to choose from. Right. Like, like, when do you go back and learn all the stuff you feel like you're missing? Well, you don't, you just keep going forward and keep learning and being humble enough to ask questions. Mm-hmm. That's the journey, constantly learning. I love that you mentioned that. But one and, thing specifically, you know, we don't talk a whole lot about private label, but I do keep up with that arena. We have some very serious big hitter private label success stories in our community. Like, you know, I'm talking top 10 grocery items on Amazon type of level sellers. So I learn a lot and I keep, I keep my thumb on that pulse. One of the things I want to caution you about and other listeners perhaps too, if you're talking about some of these strategies that involve doing giveaways and rebates is use extreme caution. I'll talk to you a little bit after, offline, but Amazon's really starting to crack down on that actually, because they see that as review manipulation now. And they're getting very aggressive asking people who are leaving reviews is like, Hey, how did you come about buying this product? Were you, was there any promotion involved? All it takes is one complaint from a competitor and they're researching deep into these guys. So if you're given a rebate in hopes of getting a good review or boosting rank, be very cautious They're I'm talking like this in the past few weeks, they're really starting to crack down on that stuff a big time. Yeah, I'll give you some I've been hearing that too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's coming. So, you know, it's basically the way to win is to have a better product than your competitors and get legitimate reviews. I mean, that's the yeah. only way to win. And you hit on that, you know, with a good listing and the right keywords. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's where the bread and butter is, but yeah. Man, this has been a great episode, Matt. Really good hanging out with you. I think we've created a lot of curiosity. I think this is one of those episodes where we left people with more questions than answers possibly because we hit a lot of topics about an inch deep that we could have gone 10 feet deep with. (laughs) But leave them wanting more, I guess, right? And it's going to be awesome having you on the team too. I mean, I think it's time to get put in your two weeks notice pretty fast after this episode pops because you're <laughs> going to see <laughs> you're going to see your inbox filling up, man. And 
Uh, just don't make the mistake I made where you say, hey, you know, sometime in the next six, eight months, I'm thinking about maybe putting in my two or three month notice because what they did to me was fire me the next day. <laughs> right. That was 20 years ago, but still. Be careful. Yeah, it cautioned me. And so if you want us to wait to put this episode out there, because, you know, people know people, or we could, you know, do first name only if you want. It's up to you, man. Or if you want to say boldly, hey, you know, let's go for it, man. That, that's right. great too. Yeah. But uh, it's been cool hanging out with you. So I appreciate it. It's been an honor, Jim. Yeah, for, for me as well. And I can't wait to hang out more in the future. And let me just talk to the listeners for a second as we wrap this up. Hey guys, I hope you had as much fun as I did. I say that all the time, but sometimes I'm just like, hey, this would have been time well spent, even if I didn't turn the cameras and the, the recording on. Uh, but hopefully you benefited from it as much as I did. And thank you for loaning us some of your most valuable asset, your time. It's a limited resource, the most limited, precious resource you have. And you gave a bunch of it to Matt and I today. And we're very grateful for that. I hope you feel like we served you well, but hopefully you walk away with a newfound excitement and encouragement and sense of legitimacy of this opportunity. I'm very bullish on the future with selling products on Amazon, regardless of which the strategies that we teach you happen to use, they all work. Just a matter of which one you're going to grab onto and run with. So from Matt and I, from the whole team, from the production team that I don't give a shout out to enough, you may not realize this, there's like eight people involved every episode that goes out. And I have a very small part to play. I just basically turn on the recording, but there's other people doing stuff behind the scenes. Appreciate all of them. God bless them. God bless you for listening. And hey, we'll have another great episode for you again real soon. Send your friends to silentgym.com so you and they don't miss an episode. We'll talk to you then. Hey, before we end this episode, real quick, I want to thank our sponsor, Payoneer. Payoneer.com slash funding. Go there. They've got a great offer. Tell them Jim sent you. They'll give you 10% off the fees on your first funding. Remember, if you need more money to grow your business, these are some great guys to talk to. They've become a sponsor of our show. We're very grateful. And if you jump over and check out what they have to offer, I think you're going to like what you see. Very flexible payment terms, great interest rates. Go check out payoneer.com slash funding. Hey, we'll see you next episode. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit silentgym.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.